All right, Snack Attack crew, assemble. Feeling that mid-afternoon slump? Need a protein boost that doesn't involve boring protein bars? Well, let me introduce y'all to my new favorite obsession, wonderful pistachios. Y'all, these little green guys aren't just your average nut. They're protein powerhouses, packing a whopping six grams per ounce. That's over 10% of your daily value. And here's a confession. I used to be a cracker. You know, the kind of girl who enjoys the satisfying pop of opening each one. But let's be honest, sometimes convenience is king. And that's where their no-shell options comes in perfect for on-the-go snacking. Plus, they come in flavors like chili roasted and sea salt and vinegar. So there's something for everyone, even the picky gals. But here's the kicker. Wonderful pistachios are a complete protein, meaning they have all nine essential amino acids your body needs. So next time you're feeling sluggish, ditch the sugary treats and grab a handful of these green gems. I promise y'all they will keep you fueled and feeling your best, whether you're conquering carpool duties or crushing deadlines. And seriously, these are my go-to snack. I keep a bag in my purse. I keep one at the office. I even stash a few on the side of my bed for those late night cravings. This year, I want you to treat yourself to something delicious and good for you. So head over to wonderfulpistachios.com and explore their amazing flavors and sizes. Trust me, your taste buds and your body will thank you. This is Germany. And this is Brittany. And this is the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. A motivating and encouraging podcast where we focus on building community amongst colorful women alike. Join us weekly as we sit down and have candid conversations on various topics and issues surrounding self-care, self-love, mental health and wellness, spirituality, entrepreneurship, and much more. And trust, when we don't have the answers, we'll call on our expert homegirls who do. Our intention is to create a safe space for growth, inspiration, laughter, and love free of judgment in hopes that after you listen, you're a little more knowledgeable or at least a little more entertained than before. It's homegirl vibes here. Real, raw, and a little funny. A lot of fucking funny. So thanks for tuning in to the Black Girl Bravado podcast. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Welcome back, my boo-boo babies. Welcome to the show. Yes. Yes. New week, new tea. Where we kiki with you and you kiki with we. So how's it going? It's going well. How are you? Pretty good. How is it? How was your weekend? My weekend was um chill. Nothing exciting happened. No? No, I watched hella football. Okay. How, how, where are your thoughts? I don't know what the fuck going on. <laughs> there you go. Have you, have you started picking up on things? I picked though? up on small things first down. Yeah. End zone. Oh my God. Punt. Yeah. Little things. Yeah, small, little small things. little details of the game that I didn't know before. Like, I never understood why are they kicking the ball? But they do that. Sometimes they forfeit running it. Yeah, kick return. To kick it to get some points. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, you mean like instead of doing a touchdown. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's learning. She's learning. That's if it's just really hard. But you get like three time, three chances yeah, to get it. Yeah, you do. So after that third time, it's usually just like, let's just kick it. Yeah. Well, welcome to the. I don't, I ain't, well, I don't yeah. welcome me. Okay. 
I'm not that into it. Like, I don't have a team or none of that shit. But catch me at the Super Bowl. Every Super Bowl, <laughs> I'm into it. Yeah. Um, You know, they got Kendrick Lamar, Mary J. Blige. Performing? Drake, Dr. Uh-oh. Dre performed at the Super Bowl this year. I'm not surprised because Jay-Z's, Jay-Z's um, doing the... Curation. Curation, exactly. Exactly. And I'm we like, will be hosting a party. We will be hosting a party. The girls will be working the Super Bowl. I'm excited um, about that because we always do a little Super Bowl thing. We do. I feel like last year was the first year that we didn't. Was there something to do maybe no. we did maybe we didn't did we go to cc's uh i don't know we'll have to think about what we did yeah. last year offline right um but yeah okay so chill weekend mm-hmm. how was yours chill weekend um i feel like i had a pretty chill weekend as well i can't remember what i did on saturday i gotta start taking some king cobra because <laughs> y'all my my brain although you know what i have been doing what? i'm trying to drink two cups of matcha a day what does matcha do? It's good. I it, love matcha, but I didn't, what? It's what, good for like is, your brain, brain health, brain function. I think it has a lot of antioxidants. Good for your cardio, cardiovascular health. So it's just overall really good for your body. So um, she's trying to incorporate because I have terrible fucking memory and I do not want to end up with dementia. Mm, okay. Preventative measures. Preventative. I got to get on girl. it. Period. I got to get on it now because nigga, the way my brain I be need working. I because dementia runs in my family. It's it's honestly common. It's common in the it, black family. Not in, in the black. And yeah, it's it's widespread. I can see why because I mean the way our brains work for all these years and all the shit <laughs> that be going on and it's like once you reach the end of the road it's like truth is I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. That's what our brain says. Truth is yeah, I'm tired and yeah. it just fuck it all. And I need to get more lion's mane. Remember when I had that life more cycle? What, mane? Lion's mane. Oh. The uh, mushroom. When I bought that kit. Of right, right. That like shit. a trial size? Um, no, it was just, it wasn't a, it wasn't a trial size, but it was a, like a, um. Family. Not a family pack, Remy. You were like a, uh. A, a variety pack. A variety pack. That's what it was. Right. Um, and I wore that lion's mane out, baby. I was like a cowgirl. Okay. <laughs> I wore that lion's mane out. Girl. The lion's mane and the, um cordyceps i had a lot of, i need I to the, get some shit some i definitely need to um take a look at what new supplements i want to implement in mm-hmm. my life um you know switch some things up yeah yeah see what i need to incorporate um yeah. i have been doing athletic greens i i feel like it gives you energy it does Do you feel like it, it has a little green tea in it okay because i took That's mine this morning and i'm like from. awake girl yeah she's awake it's full of goodies yeah 75 minerals it has a probiotic. It's good. Whole food source ingredients. It has some good shit in it. So, I mean, I'm starting there. Vitamin if y'all haven't listened to the ad for Athletic Greens, if you're just skipping by it, use the code. Get it. Mm-hmm. We've been taking it. We trust it. It's good. Yeah. Um. But, yeah. So, I need to get more lion's mane is the, what I was basically saying. So, lion's mane helps with, like, cognitive Brain function, function clarity. Yeah. Like, even relaxing, stabilizing your mood. It's just really good overall. Let me get me some lion's mane. Yeah. It's good. I, I've been, like, doing, Does like, some taste? biohacking. No, no, no. You can put it in anything. I usually put it in what my lime water. What is biohacking? Biohacking is essentially uh adding things to your diet to help the like your cell function on whatever level okay so mushrooms have been used for ages lifetimes damn near Mm -hmm. um and basically i've been using different mushrooms for different reasons um like i said the cordyceps turkey tail which is good for the gut reishi which is good for relaxation i told you i was having some anxiety last night so i mean not last night the night before last so Mm -hmm. Last night I had my tea, I made some peppermint tea and I just put a couple of drops of reishi in it so I could just relax. And 
it really helps. I don't know if it's a placebo. I don't think it's a placebo. I really can feel the difference. Um, let me know what y'all's experience with hmm. mushrooms, biohacking, things like that. Um, because that I'm not scared of. That I'm not scared to do. I'm scared to put stuff on my skin. But you're not scared to ingest. I'm not scared to ingest and like try things that I feel like could be really good for my overall like internal wellness. So I've been doing little things here and there. And I'm trying to get better, honestly, with sharing online um, on my Instagram. So let me know if you love noticed. a girl who shares the gems. Let me know if you gems guys noticed. So, um, yeah. <laughs> let me know if you saw. Let me know if you saw. And then on Sunday, I can't, I don't know what I did Saturday. Like I said, I can't fucking recall. But then on um, Sunday, I kept it low key. Took myself to the range so I can get a little gun practice. Ta ta. Um, I don't give a fuck what your views are on gun guns. I tell that I'll tell y'all that all the time. The disclaimer. That I don't care. Please don't. I don't have a small child in my house. I don't. I'm very safe. Um, it's for my protection. Because right. if somebody run up on me, they gonna get done up, and that's just true. <laughs> and I really don't want to take it there, but I need to the have run up and get done up. Yeah, I just need to have the measures in place in case somebody want to no, come in my real. shit acting crazy. Oh, it's two crazy motherfuckers in here. That's you want to come? Welcome. And listen, look, look what you walked into. <laughs> exactly. I would hate for it to go that route, but hopefully you never have to use it. For that. I hope not. But you, what they say, they say stay ready, so you don't have to get ready, and exactly. that's just that. But I do respect everybody's views. I just don't want to hear yours if they are against mine. Yeah, that's it. We just respect everybody's feelings. So we did that, and then that's it. Prepared cool. for. Prepared for. Um, I know what I did on Saturday. We celebrated our good friend. We celebrated our good friend Lauren Spice Sugar. Oh, it was her birthday. We had a great time. Lauren always it was curates such a good girls' night. The most beautiful um, gatherings for her close friends. Mm -hmm. um, so that's what I did because I was thinking, what the fuck did I do? I was drunk. Right. We went to <laughs> oh, earlier in the day. I went to the Grove, and then that. I love the Grove. Not really drunk, but I the the sour sop and tequila had you me. got you got lit. And and the thing is, honestly, truly, I have not been drinking alcohol mm. over the past like couple weeks. So that really took me out. I was like, yeah, it was Germany was too. like looking like she wasn't fully coherent. I'm, I'm like, like, girl, Damn. are you here? Are you there? <laughs> I actually was there. Do I need to spin a hit a spoon in a teacup, bitch? Come on. I went right home, y'all, and went to sleep. That's how I, yeah. I didn't have no time to do nothing. I said, I got to go to bed. I got to wear it. I too. Away. I got up out of that skims. Hey, listen, yeah. <laughs> listen, girls. I got a skim set. Yeah, I don't want to hear shit either. If you don't agree with skims. Oh, is there controversy around People skims? Are like I'm not supporting the Kardashians. Oh, okay. Listen, the shit looks fits well on body. So, anywho, I got a skim set, and you know, I'm a petite mommy. And when I saw XX small, I'm like, wow, perfect, <laughs> something for me for the girl. So I got an XX small set. When I tell you skims with skins that night, bitch, I was like this. <laughs> I had a bodysuit in the boxer brief short. The fucking thong piece of the bodysuit was scratching. It was tearing my ass up. I couldn't wait to take that. I said, I never went to say you've served your purpose, bitch. I wore you out. I had to throw that immediately into the wash. I'm like, <laughs> bitch, skims was wore down. <laughs> I don't know how many wears I'm going to get out of it. And Probably it's not that. cheap. Yeah. So I said all that to say I would not be in an XX small anymore. I'm just going to do an XS. Yeah. Yeah. XS is XS her. 
XS me. So that was Saturday. Great time. Lauren, if you're listening, happy birthday again. Yes. Love you, girl. Um, so yeah. So that was our weekend. That was our weekend. Um, business as usual over here on the Black Girl Bravado. We appreciate you all sending your ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts because that's where the majority of you listen, 90%. Mm-hmm. Um, the Spotify mommies are coming through. We were at like 110. Oh, shit. I, even, I forgot. Okay, beautiful. Thank y'all so much. Spotify mommies are coming through and we have a new gang, YouTube mommies. Mm-hmm. YouTube mommies. Mm-hmm. So that's where the review of the week is coming from this week. It comes from Abigail. I used to have a best friend named Abigail in the fifth Not no more. Used. Yeah. (laughs) She was a Filipina. She is. A Panay girl. I wonder what she's doing with her life. She was a little hot. Maybe you should look her up. Try to find her. I don't even remember her last name. But anyway. Some best friend. Abigail, if you're listening. Hey. So this Abigail says, love y'all. I've been listening to this podcast for three to four years now. I don't even know. Time flies when you're having fun. Y'all have helped me so much in my healing and self-love journey. And for that, I'll forever be grateful. Also, can we do a homegirl book club? Mm. I just finished The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. And girl, you're going to love it. We're so excited to dive in. Multiple of you girls said that y'all have read that book. Yeah. So um, it's in my Amazon cart being purchased. I wonder, wait, when do when do we bring that up? Last week. Last week. Okay, yeah, totally down. We're that getting it this week. That couple with addicted. But addicted. let's just do one at a time. Yeah, we're doing Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo right now. If yeah. y'all are interested, let us know and we can talk about it. Yeah, it'll whatever. be an official book club because we tried to do the book club thing. And, and it's adds stressful. Stress for, it's stressful. stressful. I'm reading all the fucking <laughs> chapters in two nights like I've got school. It adds stress for us. So right now it'll just be unofficial. We'll tell you what, you're, what we're reading. If you want to read, go ahead. If you you've already read it let us know what you think and, and that'll be it. that that's the club we that's gotta do it it's called honoring self <laughs> it's called honoring self that's the club yeah um so, so thank you abigail thank you abigail love you so much thank you for joining us over on youtube and leaving such sweet words we really appreciate it yes um patreon if y'all don't know where have you been you're living under a rock. Mm, Join us over on Patreon where we have exclusive content, bonus episodes, just everything that you love over here times more over there. We just uh, did our tell all episode where we answered a bunch of questions about ourselves. So if you are interested in just learning more about the girls, get over there and join us at the bestie level. The bestie level. Yeah. We also have ad free episodes, which I know some of you all that's important to you. If it's really important to you, put your money where your mouth is. Yeah. And get over there. Put your money where your mouth is. So there's no way we're not getting there's coins absolutely. some way, somehow. There's... The coin has to come either from the back end or the front end. You get to decide which end you want it to come from. Yeah. But the coin got to come. It's coming. We can never not go back to no ads on this platform. Right. Our lives depend on it. They do. Trying to fucking kill me. Take these ads away. Okay? They're trying to kill us. <laughs> trying to kill us. So, so who are our patrons this week? Our patrons this week are Nia. Hey, Nia. Sierra. 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 Devin. Hey, Devin. Welcome. I am Chaz Bree. That's what the that's what the name says. Can I, I see it? I am Chaz Bree. It was like a username. Okay, welcome, welcome. I am Chaz Bree. And Naja. Hey, Naja. Welcome, y'all. Really appreciate y'all joining us over on Patreon. Yeah, it welcome. means more to us than you know. Yeah, they do. Literally, it mm-hmm. means more to us than you know. So, last week's 
episode, we talked about excellence over perfection, pursuing excellence over perfection. Um, We really, in this beginning of the year, this month of January, we're really trying to refocus, re-strategize, shift our perspective on how we obtain goals, how we think about achieving milestones and what just what it looks like overall to progress in life. So when we're seeking to obtain new goals and things like that, we have to really make sure that we are keeping in the forefront of our mind that we want to do everything in excellence and that perfection just doesn't live here anymore. It doesn't take that stress off yourself. Don't even carry the burden of perfection because you don't need to, you don't have to dropping off our bricks. Lay the burdens down, baby. Laying them down, lay them down. So if you haven't listened to that episode, make sure you tap in. It was a goodie. Um, yeah. Okay. So this week, we are keeping the ball rolling mm-hmm. in this new year, addressing some of the things that we need to make sure we're um, operating as our best selves. And we are talking about rejection today, rejection sensitivity, because I think just as human, like humans, some of us may feel some kind of way when we're rejected, right? Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't feel the best being fucking rejected. Yeah. Um, but some of us others, we are really sensitive to rejection. Like it might knock us down might take us a little longer to get back up when faced with rejection. So we're going to be talking specifically about that. But I mean, I can just say for myself that I don't like rejection. It's not my thing. It's so hard to deal with. So hard. Like those people are like, get knocked back down, get back up again. It's so hard. I'll be down there looking (laughs) up. I'll be down there looking up. Like was I just (laughs) rejected? It'll never be good for me. Fuck that. It'll never work. No. It'll never work. It's very, it's, it's, it's troublesome on the mental. It is. I'm, a, it's already hard for me because I'm sensitive in general. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, what the fuck was it? Yeah. Like, do you mean what you don't like? Am I not good enough? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Is there something that I'm doing wrong? I mean, because that's how it feels. Although there's multiple reasons why people get rejected. Maybe it's not a good time. Maybe you're <laughs> not a good fit. I don't give a fuck sometimes. I'm just like, I don't care. The thing, the point is, I have been rejected. 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 It's not a good feeling. And if you are somebody who maybe feels like you're sensitive to rejection or just like, like having your own feelings about being rejected, some of those symptoms may come up as like being easily embarrassed. Like, wow, I am very easily embarrassed. Easily. You are. Easily, it could be like the smallest <laughs> thing. I'm like, oh my God, my hair, I was sweating a little bit back there. Like, it'll be like something small, like, you know, like a little food and tooth. Mm. A little, nobody wants a boogie, but. Oh my God, did you see this meme that says, every time I get home, I look in my mirror to see how stupid I look. <laughs> how, how was everybody looking at me? How did I look to everybody else? I'd be like, was I looking cute? Please I don't let to, a booger be in my nose. A, the booger in nose is the fucking worst. <laughs> I used to carry a mirror with me at school, in high school, which I feel like I, you're even more sensitive to Yeah, because people, people will read you down. Yeah, to filth. Um, but I would keep a mirror so that I could literally check my face like multiple times a day. But. Like before I go out to class, after I eat, like just looking at my face, like, oh, wow, is there anything there? Because <laughs> if I have a booger, I need to be able to address it. Before exactly. somebody else addresses it. <laughs> and then uh, slowly I grew out of that, right? Right. Needed to constantly check my face, constantly make sure everything is intact um, where I don't like have that issue anymore. Yeah, I definitely do not like being embarrassed. I don't know if I'm easily embarrassed. 
I just don't. I don't feel like you are. Yeah. You're a Teflon bitch. This one. Not Teflon. The Teflon Don. <laughs> I feel like you're pretty strong. Yeah, I guess. I feel like you you really are. Like you are. <laughs> really are. No, she is. Like luckily somebody is for us because I'm I would be like, Brittany, we fucked up there. You're running off with the tail tucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, if you're sensitive to rejection. Maybe you fear social situations or social settings, right? It's like you don't even want to get to know nobody new because you're so afraid of them not liking the person that you are. Yeah, feeling stressed or like anxious, like, oh, my God, I'm going into a new setting, Mm -hmm. not knowing how the fuck it's going to turn out. Like, are they going to like me? Is it going to be a vibe, a fit? Yeah. You feel like you you feel that? Um... I prefer to go with somebody. I'm like, let's go together. Hand in hand. Um, but for the most part, nah. I think I'm just nervous, anxious, like a little mm. nervous and anxious. But and that's just generally like like a baseline of kind of like a little fearful of doing new things. Um, but not necessarily social settings. When it, I'm not afraid that people are gonna reject me personally. Mm-hmm. Because what's not to love? What the fuck? What's not to love? What about you? Um no, in social settings, like, I feel fairly confident mm-hmm. in social settings. Like, I'm really good at making, like, new friends. And I feel like in, I can hold my own when I get into the social settings. Yeah. Um, But I guess there might be, like, some small bits of anxiety sometimes. Yeah. Like. It's just like just getting in there that, and getting the yeah, flow. Yeah, like, you know. Yeah. I know that I, I, can, I can navigate. I can move in a room full of vultures. <laughs> But it's like, you know, you just gotta. It's like the initial Gideon, like Gideon, especially when it's not like your shit. It's not my shit. And because I know some people think I'm really extroverted. I'm not hella extroverted. Like I don't come in yelling like, hey, what it do? You know, no, like fuck moving, no. you know, work in the room or anything. It's I'm a more slow like, buildup. It's a slow build up, get, slow build up, getting comfortable, like, you know, finding my people, my person, whatever it is and like going that way. So just. Feeling like, you know, I hope it's somebody in here that I can I know. vibe with. Yes, that's, that'd be the that vibe. That I can vibe with. That, that's honestly what it is. Like, it's never like, oh, Because we're I think get the rejection somebody. part, fear of rejection part will be like, you know, if everybody's already clicked up in this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and then I have to kind of fucking, <laughs> fucking finesse my I way. I hate that. I don't like that part. Because it's like, you know, when people are already gang ganging, it's harder so I'm usually somebody, you know, is there a standalone mommy, two mommies or something <laughs> that I can? No, I, I don't even like doing that. I'm saying that I can like, you know, go into. The thing, personally, I love to either do things that are completely individual, like, right, like go into a yoga class, a Pilates mm-hmm. class versus something where it's going to be a collaborative team effort. Like, bitch, don't team me. If I didn't come in with my member, I don't want to team. I don't want to do a team thing. I fucking hate that. I hate it. I like going in and we already know what the vibe is. Either I'm here, Shavasana by myself or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, class is a good way. That's but easy. that that is a good way because it's standalone, there's no pressure to link up with someone. So if you do it's like it's just an extra added bonus. Right. But yeah. you don't have to in order to do what you need to do. And usually you start to link up after you've gone multiple times and right. it's like, Oh, I see you come consistently. There must be a commonality. What's up? How are you? Then we start gang ganging. That's a cute feeling too. When you do something all the time and you start building a little rapport with people. (laughs) 
It's like, hey, girl. Yeah. I love that feeling. I, I love know. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, you know, we're family. Yeah. Um, those who are like rejection sensitive may have um, low self esteem. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes the rejection sensitivity comes from like childhood, right? Like maybe you felt like you were really rejected or ignored. Like there's an attachment theory. There's some connection with attachment theory with the way we were brought up and raised um, determines how we like view ourselves and the way we operate in, our, in the world. So look into that. But if you have a low self-esteem because of like a lot of rejection that has happened or maybe just having a low self-esteem in general, that can cause you to be really sensitive to rejection. Like, fuck, I'm already not hella confident in myself. Girl. And now I have to possibly be rejected to affirm how i already feel like no i need to be affirmed yeah it's too much it's it can tough. be tough it is it's hard it's hard i that i'm luckily that ain't my story mm -hmm. luckily her esteem is high her <laughs> esteem is high esteem is high but there are times where it dips when you get rejected yeah of course for sure it's like yeah you're not sure. the bitch that i thought i was yeah <laughs> yeah i'm not <laughs> I, I didn't bring it how I thought I brought it or, you know, because mm -hmm. it basically it's saying like, you know, it's not a fit. It's not good. It's yeah. not good enough. Yeah. That's how it feels. I mean, yeah. Sometimes yeah. when you get rejected, like you are, it's not giving. It's not giving. It's terrible. Also, you might struggle with rejection sensitivity and it might show itself by you being extremely hurt or angry by even the smallest things. Mm. I'm, I lean more on the side of hurt. I lean more on the side. I don't go burst out into like a random fucking fit of rage or like, I can't believe I'm not that, but I will um, perseverate over small things, things in general. Like I'll be like, Oh my God, I can't believe they did that. Can you believe that? It'll be that vibe. Yeah. I need to consistently talk about it because a bitch is hurt deep down. It has roots of hurt. This, this is a problem area for me too. Like, because I don't want to be rejected. Right. I'm like, approvals needed mm -hmm. like for instance Jeremy and I can have like a call or a meeting with somebody for an opportunity and I'm like afterwards I'm like do you think they liked us did we yeah. do what we need we weren't as yeah we weren't as bubbly or I don't know if they were able to really see the vibe because I'm already anticipating please don't reject us yeah. please like us for said opportunity yeah so it could be something very small and I'm like we didn't really like laugh much or mm -hmm. we didn't really yeah she'll be like they didn't like us i'm like damn i think they did maybe it just wasn't a fit and then an email would come by and i'm like i said they did like us i'm, I'm like, like you relief see? we didn't get rejected they liked us yeah they liked us but i mean knowing that like i shouldn't put so much stock on if we get the opportunity or not based on if they liked us no you cannot right because there's going to be so many opportunities that come and they go where it's like, you guys are a perfect fit. And then it's like, maybe not, but it doesn't, it doesn't reflect on who we are, what we bring to the table, our value. It's just like, nigga, you win some, you lose some, but you live, you, you live, live to fight, fight another, another day. day. <laughs> okay. That's just it. And that's it. Period. That's it. Nigga, you want to tussle. Yes. Mm -hmm. There have been so many health trends lately. Like the CBD market is so full of options everything from oils to creams little cbd joints it's like you can buy cbd now in almost every coffee shop or grocery store have you noticed that i have everywhere popping up everywhere yeah and with cbd being so easily accessible it can be even easier to overlook poor quality cbd when shopping and that's why i love med because 
I feel like I can trust their CBD products. I know that I'm getting fresh, high quality and effective product. And I just love it. We really do have to be mindful of where we shop, y'all, especially when it comes to our health. But unlike many CBD companies that get their ingredients from industrialized farms, Ned really elevates the bar because their products are a USDA certified organic, honey. And the girls who get it, get it. All of Ned's full spectrum hemp oil is extracted from you. Have you ever dreamed of effortlessly conversing in another language? Whether it's for that upcoming international trip, connecting with family and friends, diving deep into a new culture, or simply adding a new skill to your repertoire, learning a new language opens up a world of opportunities. But let's face it, traditional methods like textbooks and classroom learning can be a drag. That's where Rosetta Stone comes in. As the most trusted language learning program for over 30 years, Rosetta Stone offers a revolutionary approach that truly immerses you in the language you want to learn without relying on CDs or DVDs. Picture this, you're effortlessly conversing in Spanish on the streets of Barcelona, ordering tapas like a local, or discussing the latest French designers with Parisians. So sexy, right? With Rosetta Stone's intuitive process, you'll learn naturally starting with words, then phrases, then full sentences. And with over 25 languages offered, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, and Polish, the possibilities are endless. Rosetta Stone's speech recognition technology, including the True Accent feature, acts like a personal trainer for your accent, providing instant feedback on your pronunciation. Plus, with both desktop and app options available, along with offline lesson downloads and an audio companion, learning for the babe on the go has never been easier. And here's the best part. For a limited time, Rosetta Stone is offering a lifetime membership for 50% off, y'all. That's right, lifetime access to all 25 language courses for half the price. Don't miss out on this amazing deal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, BGB listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com backslash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com backslash today. Hey, bookies, we got something special for you. Are you ready to dive into a celebration of blackness that's as diverse as the experience it represents? Well, NPR has got you covered with Black Stories, Black Truths. This is a groundbreaking collection that's more than just a podcast. It's Revelation. What does black representation in media mean to you? Because to me... It's about breaking down stereotypes, challenging biases, and also showcasing the rich tapestry of black experiences. For sure. Absolutely. And Black Stories, Black Truths is the epitome of this celebration. Each episode is a living account of what it truly means to be black today. And it's told from a unique black perspective. And I feel like these aren't just stories like they're narratives of joy, resilience, empowerment, and also the incredible ability to create world-shifting things out of the struggle. Seriously, you'll hear about everything from pop culture icons like Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama, to discussions on vital topics like reparations, y'all. There's really no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Have you tuned in yet? One of my favorite episodes is the one on how real self-care takes real systemic change. That's a must-listen. 
Yeah, I really think the hosts bring a tone that's celebratory. It's also informative and reflective, which I really can appreciate. Every episode is a journey. It offers a range of emotions and perspectives that keeps you hooked from start to finish. As soon as I turn it on, I'm like, mm. And let's not forget, black perspectives haven't always been at the forefront of America's story. But now they are the story. Period. So this is not just a podcast, y'all. It's a collection of some of NPR's best episodes showcasing the brilliance and resilience of the black experience. And we know NPR is known for its commitment to diverse storytelling. But with them presenting black stories, black truths, I would say that this is NPR with the noir twist. (laughs) So what are you waiting for? Turn on NPR today and immerse yourself in a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and black as the incredible country we reflect. And remember, stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, available wherever you get your podcast. With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Let me tell you about mylifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty cool, right? Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her a question via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom question you wish to ask. And then she can either type her response or record her voice. And mylifeinabook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. Imagine discovering stories about her youth, adventures, and the challenges she's overcame. This book becomes a legacy and something you and your future generations can treasure forever. Your mom's giving you a lifetime of stories. This is your chance to give her a way to share them. I'm so excited about mylifeinabook.com because I'm planning on gifting my mom with this. She's always loved reflecting on memories and sharing her stories, and I know this will be the perfect gift to capture those moments for her. The thoughts of her flipping through the pages and reliving those cherished memories brings a smile to my face already. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code BRAVADO at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code BRAVADO for 10% off today. USDA certified organic hemp plants. So low quality CBD can have undesired effects. We all know that bad bud, bad weed gives bad high. So I personally feel comfort knowing that Ned tells me exactly what is in the products that I'm using. Like that's peace of mind for me. And I know one thing with CBD is people often wonder like, what is it good for? What am I using this for? Well, I personally like to use the CBD if I'm feeling a little anxious or need to wind down, take a couple of droplets of the full spectrum Ned CBD. But also it is so good for period cramps, relieving that pain if you don't want to take like over the counter meds. Yeah, that's my go-to too. It's really crazy that CBD can remedy all of these problems, you know. Ned products, y'all, they truly do come in the clutch. When you're down bad, they live you up. I recently started using Ned's De-Stress Blend. Brittany, I think you might want to try this one since you mentioned using it for anxiety. This is really that girl. It's their brand new one-to-one formula of CBD and CBG. It's made from the world's purest full-spectrum hemp because Ned is known for that. And CBG is known as the mother of all cannabinoids because of how good it is at combating anxiety and regulating our stress levels. Okay, so I'm definitely going to add the De-Stress Blend to my try list, must try list. You guys have heard it here, y'all. Ned is that girl. 
girl, the one and not the two. So if you'd like to try Ned, Black Girl Bravada listeners get 15% off with code Bravada. So visit helloned.com backslash bravado to get access. That's H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D.com slash bravado to get 15% off. Thank you so much, Ned, for supporting our show and offering us and our homegirls a natural remedy for some of life's most common health issues. So let's talk about some things that trigger rejection sensitivity. Yeah. Flat out rejection. Yeah. <laughs> Bitch didn't include me. Yeah. Feeling like you've been consistently rejected can cause you to just become hypersensitive to the shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I've been dealt a bad hand of cards. I feel like rejection is always on my doorstep for whatever reason. That can just cause you to be hella sensitive to it. It's giving follow me wherever I go. I feel like, like I know. Why so- am I never being picked? Why do I? Why? You know? Yeah. Why do things never work out for me? And then it turns into a woe is me. And I cannot stand that. I know. I feel like I know a few people who might struggle with maybe not always being accepted. And as a result, they are annoying. There's so many things like that we, you know, I'm realizing that. I guess you don't have to be rejected if you don't want to. There's some that's inevitable. But I'm thinking about like just being a child and growing up there's so many things that we do that that um make us face possible rejection like trying out to be a cheerleader Mm -hmm. trying out to be on a football team or whatever trying out to be in a club running and maybe the more you do those things the better you get at dealing with rejection like if you're a person who goes out for stuff and it's just like i'm just doing it because i want to do it it's really a mindset thing Mm -hmm. the more you do something the more you flex the muscle of being put in a position to put yourself out there where somebody has to choose you or maybe it's not the right opportunity, you probably build up more resiliency. Mm-hmm. I was not that person because really? no girl, what? Hell no. You I won't do shit. Nigga. I won't do shit because of it. <laughs> I will be like, I actually am not doing shit. <laughs> There's nothing being done. Just to stay in the safe zone. To Just avoid. so I can stay in the safe zone. So I don't have to avoid putting myself out there, speaking in front of a crowd, no matter what it is. I'll be like, I don't want to do it. I don't even know how we do this, y'all, to be completely honest. Right. Probably because it's just us and the camera Maybe. and the mic. But anything that would cause me to be like the focal point of attention where I have to put myself out there and there's a possibility somebody might not like it. Thankfully, y'all don't say no nasty shit and we don't have to deal <laughs> with no bullshit. It's crazy that I'm sensitive to rejection. And you know what? I'm learning in therapy. Sometimes when I think I'm something, she'd be like, no. Oh, what'd she say? Like, she'll be like, actually, you're this. And I'm like, oh. Like I said that I have an anxious attachment style. And she said, actually, you know, you're avoidant. And I'm like, bitch, I've been saying I'm anxious. <laughs> I've been telling the girls that I'm anxious. And I've been thinking that I'm anxious. And then when she gives examples, I'm like, what the fuck? So you feel like you resonate with that? Or like she's like helping you? I don't you? know. Sometimes I'd be like this is probably a problem sometimes they'd be like do i know more than you yeah since i've done so much reading Work. and shit yeah but yeah. i don't know anywho we're gonna go a few more sessions but, and see right but anywho what i was saying was um it's kind of funny or i guess interesting that i feel rejection sensitive or i don't like rejection when i always put myself out there mm-hmm. like to be the center of attention i think it's the leo rising in me like in middle school, I definitely was like being in all the little, um, being on the dance team, doing the assemblies, you know, and I wanted to be front and center, dancing hella hard and shit. No, absolutely <laughs> not. Absolutely not. Yeah. And like drama class, like just doing stuff, like volunteering, like, oh, I'll do it. Like, I love to play the background. Mm-hmm. 
I really do. I love to like when it's like a group in like type of thing. My natural energy is big. It's loud. And it's just that's just my natural personality. But when it comes to something like that, I'm background with it, baby. <laughs> Y'all take I'll let the Leo rising take the front and center. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it come it pops in and out. And my uh, cancer pops- rising will be. It pops in and out, but I vividly remember like things like that. I'm like, I want to be a part of it. Like I saw there was one assembly that I wasn't involved in and I saw the girls dancing and I said, (laughs) I will be a part of the next assembly. And I went and made friends with those girls. I'm like, and we danced to um, take it to the house. Oh, yeah. I've done a few things, but um, it has to be like group base where everybody's collective together but otherwise no and honestly like when when i did cheer in college i like made job tryout too with me i was like you i weren't can't doing do it, it alone. fuck no <laughs> i was like come on let's do yeah. it and she's like all right fine mm. and then i think i did it one year without her but i was already on the team so it was a little different but yeah Anyways. And then you went for a sorority. That's like a putting yourself out there. I did. Because, I, I mean, people have to like you and be like, we and want And that is a tough people process. People have to like you and be like, we want her in. That's a tough process. Now it may be easier for the girls. Uh, yeah. But- <laughs> These girls, it wasn't. But what I will say is um, I'm never concerned if people are going to like me. I know that I have likability. Mm-hmm. I know that people like. I know that I have like a fun energy to be around. And usually when people get to know me, it's like, I want to fuck with her. That's not it. It's just actually the process of like, see, you like me, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like so fucking nerve wracking. Ladies, let's talk real talk here. You probably have days when the PMS has you feeling like you could eat anything in sight. My goodness, the cravings and the general discomfort. Well, say goodbye to those days with Hormone Harmony from Happy Mammoth. Let's dive into why Hormone Harmony is not just another supplement, but a true game changer. First off, it's not just a trend. It's a phenomenon. Social media is buzzing with women singing praises about Hormone Harmony. In fact, a bottle flies off the shelves every 24 seconds. Can y'all believe that? Now let's talk about Happy Mammoth, the brilliant minds behind this wonderful product. They're all about making your life easier, and that means no compromises on quality. They've meticulously crafted Hormone Harmony using only science-backed ingredients proven to work wonders for women like us. But here's my favorite part. Hormone Harmony contains adaptogens, nature's little miracle workers. These herbal extracts help your body adapt to life stressors, especially those pesky hormonal changes that can throw us off balance. And here's the kicker. Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. It's your secret weapon against those hormonal imbalances that can wreak havoc on your life. From hot flashes and night sweats to racing thoughts and low moods, Hormone Harmony has got your back. And yes, it even tackles the occasional bloat and that not tonight boo feeling. (laughs) The real benefit here, the real win, feeling like yourself again. That's why countless women are raving about it in over 17,000 glowing reviews. We love a verified product, honey. Now here's your chance to experience the magic firsthand. For a limited time, you can get a fabulous 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code bravado at checkout. So what are you waiting for, homegirl? Say hello to balanced hormones and goodbye to those days of feeling like a roller coaster. Your journey to hormone harmony starts now. Y'all should know by now that we love progression over here. Let's chat about what everyday progress truly means to us. 
whether it's hitting those small milestones or treating ourselves to a little something something after a month of disciplined budgeting, progress is all about balance and staying motivated. And speaking of budgeting and reaching financial goals while still enjoying life's little pleasures, have you heard about Chime? Chime's checking account offers some amazing features that can help you along your financial journey. Let me tell you about one feature that really stands out to me. Chime's Spot Me. We've all been there, right? Dealing with overdraft fees can really throw a wrench in your financial plans. But with Chime, you can overdraft up to $200 with no fees. You heard me right. No fees. It's like having a safety net for those unexpected moments. Y'all, I had a friend who was always getting hit with hefty overdraft fees. It was a mess trying to sort it out. How do you really get ahead with that? But with Chime, you can avoid those headaches and get back on track with ease. Plus, Chime isn't just a bank. It's a community. With Boost, you can increase your spot me limit by receiving boosts from your friends. It's like having your financial back covered by your squad. So, if you're ready to take control of your finances and wave goodbye to those pesky monthly fees, open your Chime account today. Just head over to Chime.com slash bravado. That's Chime.com slash bravado. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bankcourt Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Boosts are available to eligible Chime members enrolled in Spot Me and are subject to monthly limits. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com slash disclosures for details. Um, something else that might trigger your rejection sensitivity is criticism. From a loved one, from people you don't know, small, big, it don't matter, baby, being critiqued. Anybody. Yeah. We don't like being critiqued over here. Healthy criticism is fine, but I don't want your nasty words. Yeah. And sometimes, even if it is healthy, sometimes when I first get it, I'd be like... Yeah, I have hmm, a wall up. You're critique. Hmm, you're saying something that's like, can be viewed as negative of me. Yeah. And what the fuck? Sometimes I'm just like... Sometimes I'd be like, you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, or just be so caught off guard and off put by it where I'm just like kind of a little shut down. Yeah. Until I yeah. go into my higher self and I'm like, okay, maybe this is something. Something I can receive. Right. I'm. It's really hard for me to accept. Criticism. Mm-hmm. I'll be like. Because it is, a re- it feels like a rejection. That's what it feels like. It feels like you're rejecting me and saying that I'm not good enough. Yeah. I'll be like, but we did it like this. But on the <laughs> other hand, nigga, <laughs> like it was supposed to be black, but it's gray. If we were close, I'm like that. Mm-hmm. I, I'd be like, I don't like that. Don't say nothing mean. Yeah. Yeah. I want everything to be nice. Sweet, please. Yeah. Like sweet me. Singing of praises. Yeah. <laughs> singing of praises. Will you affirm me? Yeah. When the criticism comes, I'd be like. Nigga, you have a critique. Fuck. Yeah. 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 Um, Another way you may be. um, Another thing that may trigger your rejection sensitivity is if people are teasing. Bitch, don't tease. <laughs> Touch me, tease me. Don't tease. Teasing, even if it's in a joking manner. Sometimes it's like, that shit wasn't funny. Like, you know, they can't take a joke. Yeah, I don't like it. Don't play with me. Don't play with don't her. Don't play with me. Don't play with her. She is not that girl. I'm not one of them. Because sometimes there'll be a little truth in jokes where it's like, Mm-mm. you got to really be good with your jokes te- and teasing and shit. Because I'm like. Don't ever. I don't like it. I don't like a tease in a friendship. I don't like that kind of energy in a relationship. I've dealt with that before and I don't like it. It felt like sneak dissing. 
not snake dissing. I don't like. Because you know there are those friendships where it's like people be teasing and joking, and it's like you spilling hella tea, dog. Um, I never like those kind of friendships. When I say like in rela- I meant like in relationships, okay. not in friendships. I've never dealt with it in a friendship, but in relationships, I've dealt with the teasing, and I don't like it. What was a tease? It's just what be like little said? stuff, like you know, like people be like. Oh, okay. Like, for instance, ladies, you know the vibe when you haven't got your lip threaded, okay? <laughs> and we all have been here if you are a lady who grooms the mustache. Now, like, a ex-boyfriend of mine used to be like, oh, you need to get your lip done. It's given. He didn't say it's given, but I'm just going to say right, it's given right. for lack of better words. He's given peach fuzz bud. He would be calling me peach fuzz <laughs> bud, and I'm like, nigga. Uh-uh. Or, and then, like, when people be busting you out in front of other people, like, save your jokes, nigga. That is immature to me. I feel like it's pretty immature when a man rags on his woman. That's giving like, what? how old are you? What are we in the fifth <laughs> grade, boy? You don't have better language to communicate with me? To tell me I'm the woman you adore, nigga? I don't want to be joked with. It's not. You see, I'm triggered by it. I don't like it. No. You don't like it at all. At all. It's not funny to me. I'm not going to laugh. Fuck you. Don't tell me when I should be getting my lip threaded. No. <laughs> yeah. I know what the fuck I'm doing, nigga. I go on a schedule. Like, period. That so, would really have me like. And then you be insecure about it. Like, oh, fuck, can he see my little, little twister whiskers? Ugh. I hate it. And my sister used to tease me when we were younger. What do you say? Just fuck like- you, Wook. <laughs> <laughs> this goes out to you, Wook. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you, Wook. She did. I'm Ma'am. like, Ma, I'm about to cry. <laughs> cause no. I'm, no, not tears of sadness. Oh, I'm like, like, damn, she must have really been on your head. No. Fuck, the fuck? No, tears from like laughing and stuff. No, but mm-mm. Niggas used to, of course, you know, my family's brown skin. Brown skin. Oh, yeah, skin, she called you white girl. girl. Yes, and I used to be like, nigga, I'm not white. She's You're actually, nowhere near white. It killed me, though. When we was younger, it's just like, you know, the whole colorism vibe. I'm pretty sure it's just like she probably was having her own experience as yeah, a brown like, skin right, girl. Right, right, So it's just I'm like. Sure she was in the battlefield. I feel your pain. Look. <laughs> I know the field you were on. Yeah. So it's just that vibe. But um, I hated that. I'm like, don't call me that. Do not tease me. I don't think it's funny. I can't take a joke when it comes to skin tone and shit like that. I don't even want to play about it. No. Is giving no. Yeah, I can't take a joke when people um call me saying something about my body. Yeah, it's I don't no either. longer a fucking joke when you're talking about. I don't. Do either. you eat? Damn, you like no. It's not funny. It's not funny because you just don't know what you're really toying with. Right. It's not cute. Also. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> also, consistently having like negative talk about like yourself. The, the negative self talk. We have to check that. Like thinking thoughts about yourself, like I know they're not gonna like me. They're not gonna like me. I don't mm-hmm. even want to go because they're not gonna like me. Or like just thinking badly about yourself, that makes it even harder for you to exist in the world when it comes time for you to interact with other people. Right. Like rejection from people is it's just what it is. But we have to accept ourselves and be honest with ourselves and be gentle with ourselves so that we can deal with the rejection that comes from other people. Like when we were just mentioning, when we get a call, when we take a a meeting with somebody and it don't work. Because we're already kind, gentle with ourselves, because we already know our own self-worth, it won't affect the way we move in the next situation. Right. It's not going to be like, see, nobody never like us. Right. We never get the opportunities. We're not right. getting what the other girls are getting. It's just like, okay, it's not a fit. Nigga, no it's, tea. it's not a fit. It's not the beating yourself up like, I knew it. Yeah. Right. No. It's like, all right, we could take it in stride. We could yeah. take that on the chin. Ah, ah. Move forward. Yeah. So some common ways that like people react that we react to rejection are like overreacting Mm. or like we said earlier, getting very angry when you get rejected. 
as a sign that you might be a little bit more than a little bit more sensitive to rejection, like a complete overreaction. Like I just said, like, I knew it. I knew I was going to get rejected. I never get shit. Yeah. Nobody ever accepts me. That type of energy. Mm hmm. You got to be mindful of that. Hopefully you ain't battling like that. The anger. Yeah. Anytime you're having deep anger and like real rage. It's a deep rooted issue. Talk to somebody. Talk to somebody. You don't want to go outside. And this is something that definitely can be addressed (laughs) through psychotherapy Mm -hmm. because um, for some of us, it really is a deep rooted issue that you have to talk to a professional that this podcast ain't going to be enough. This ain't. This is just a drop in the bucket, baby. Yeah. Not being able to move forward. Being stuck can't get over it talking about it not being able to pivot all of those are signs that you might be dealing with a little rejection sensitivity also being like super reactions rather hyper independent mm. like i'm gonna do this by myself because i don't want to ask nobody they're not gonna be willing to come through and help me it's giving her me that's me and not being able to get sometimes i'll be fixated on shit. yeah i don't want to set myself up for disappointment i've been like that in the past like i'm gonna just do it myself because i don't want to give anybody the opportunity to reject me for real like i got it yeah for real leaning in and leaning on myself and hurting myself so this one is definitely my reaction what acting like it doesn't bother me oh yeah this is this has your name i'm the queen of i don't give a fuck this has your name written all over she'll be like but i don't give a fuck (laughs) yeah pardon me y'all I don't give a damn. I do. I'd be like, I don't give a fuck. Fuck it. I don't care. <laughs> fuck them. Yeah. And that's what I'll be doing. I don't give a fuck. Just because I don't want to even show my real reaction or my real response, which is probably I'm hurt. I'm hurt by this. I'm hurt. Y'all, when somebody broke up with me for the first time. Ooh, that's the ultimate rejection. I was like, I don't give a fuck. I said, okay, well, fuck it then. Fuck right. it, nigga. I was, I was two feet out the door anyway. I was already about to leave. Yeah, I was going. I was already. I was already out of here. I don't even give a fuck. But really, I was hurt. I really. I was like, wow, me. I've never been broken up with. But my defense mechanism, my wall that I put up, is like, who cares? Right. I'm on to the next, and really deep down, I be thinking about the shit over and over. I'm like, but what could I've done differently? And I be talking to my closest friends on the back end, like, girl, you really are not over it. Yeah. You're really not. None like being broken up with. No, hell no. That's the worst shit. Like, what the fuck? I'm like, what I do to you? Enough to break up with? I be doing the breaking. Yeah, like, I did enough to really be like, you're done. Because men don't be breaking up with women. Hell it much. usually be us be the ones doing the breaking up. He said, I'm taking a role reversal, nigga, gender neutral. You know, I know if I got broken up with, I would be like, and you know, sometimes I think what? to prevent rejection, I try to get ahead of it. Oh. Like, I'll break up with your ass first because I won't be on the other end. <laughs> I won't be caught on the other end. Yeah. I don't know if that's toxic or not. It's giving um, toxic trait. Yeah. So here's some signs of um, rejection sensitivity. People pleasing. Mm. Sometimes we people please so that we can earn their acceptance. Going above and beyond. These are the people that are doing way more than they need to, they need to do sometimes. Like... Um, I was reading an article and it was talking about, you know, people that you're like, you didn't have to do this. It goes beyond being kind where it's like kind of, okay, you're buying these gifts, you're paying for everything so that you can gain acceptance from these people because you're so fearful of rejection. You usually have deep rooted um, attachment issues issues, with rejection. And it's like, you know, the people that are like, she buy all her friends. Yeah. 
Yeah. It and might it's be really some rejection sad. sensitivity. It's really sad. It's really sad. Mm -hmm. Another sign is perfectionism, right? You're trying to excel and do everything well so that there's not even a chance that you can be rejected. It's like, nigga, I did my best. I'm overachieving in this area so that, nigga, it has a bow on it. Right. There's not even going to be a way for somebody to say, mm, it's not good enough. Because it's, it's done to perfection, which we already talked last week. There's no way to be perfect. There's no way. There's no way. But that's a sign. Yeah. And then just avoidance, like avoiding putting yourself out there, like we mentioned earlier, avoiding trying new things or experiences because you don't even want to deal with it. It's like, I'm Ray Charles to everything. I'm not fucking with it. Yeah. I'm trying to get wanna... over that. I'm trying to get over that. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to get over that, honestly, truly. And I think I've been doing that, but like sharing stuff. All right. Sometimes I go. You've been doing a good job. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. And sometimes I struggle with that, like, that whole, like, is this good enough? Is this worth sharing? Is somebody going to not view my opinion or like my thoughts about this? And then it's like, uh, that's how you feel. And that's why I have to be like, there was a it's meme, my life. There was a meme that said, me deleting something I posted two seconds later after my other personalities reviewed it. Yeah. <laughs> That's me. Like, actually, bitch, that personality liked it, but we don't like it. <laughs> that is me. And honestly, I will take something to not even put it up. My personality be like, don't do it. Right. I literally have like a, something on your shoulder. Period. Somebody who's like, do it. Live a little. Yeah. And then somebody's like, actually, we're going to go back. Shut the door. Lock it. We're done. It's sick. So let's talk about ways we can handle. <laughs> yeah, ways that we can handle rejection sensitivity. Mm -hmm. Deal with the shit. Yeah. Um, the number one is if it's really deep, to get some help. Talk some professional help. Yeah. But um for the other girls. Pinpoint your trauma. So like we said, it, whether it's something that's severe that happened, maybe something not so severe. The, the it'd be the small things that build up that really for sure. be wrecking us for the long haul. So we have to do some work, some unpacking, some reparenting to try to identify, hmm, where does this come from? Why am I so fearful of rejection? Yeah. Where does this stem from? Mm -hmm. hmm, I remember like I, my parents never affirmed me or yeah. the kids didn't want to play but, with me. Yeah, there's so many things. There's so much inner work. Um, therapy is important, but I do feel like I be therapizing myself. I really do. Like when I didn't go to therapy last week, I was like, I had to work through some shit. And I was like, like that, you know, when I had to come to you as a woman, <laughs> maybe more on that on the check-in. <laughs> and I was like, wow, bitch, I just worked through that myself. Mm -hmm. But yeah, there's so many things that you might be dealing with. Everything really is just a result of our upbringing. All of it is just playing itself out. It's just like materializing in our day-to-day -day life. So do some inner work. Yeah. And learn yourself. Once we identify, we can start to heal. Heal. That's what it's about. Healing. Getting healing. To the core. Our ultimate healing. Yes. Also, you have to look into yourself to understand yourself, to treat yourself better. Empathy, compassion, being gentle with yourself, being kind with yourself, not rejecting your own self. Right. That's really big. Mm -hmm. Accept yourself. Right. So that when we go into the world, it's all good. Right. You're not feeling beat down and, and fucking traumatized when somebody else says, mm, that's not really, uh, it's not giving. Right. And it's just like, okay, well, it just didn't give for you. Right. You know what I mean? But that doesn't knock or change who I am or how I feel about no, myself. No. And just work on your, your self image so that you feel stronger. If you are rejected, you can handle it. Right. 
you know, all those pieces really play a part. And I think that's what something that I'm learning. Like when I show myself and I'm authentic and I know who I am and I love who I am and I, I am proud of the person that I am and the things that I do and what I've grown to become, then it really don't even matter right? what other people feel. I'm just really showing y'all I'm not asking for approval. So it can't even be rejected if you really want to be real with a motherfucker. Because I've already accepted it. I've already it. approved it. I've already accepted it. Put the stamp on I've it. I've already given what it's supposed to give. I'm mm. just letting y'all get a little insight. You just watching. And that's it. Views. Drink. <laughs> what? Yeah. From the six. Yeah. Lastly, we are going to embrace rejection. I yes. know we done heard that rejection is protection. Lord, Sometimes you love to say that. Yes. Yeah. Put it, put it, put it, put it on them. Mm-hmm. A post-it note. Mm-hmm. Rejection is protection sometimes. There's things that I've been rejected from and I look back and I'm like, wow. I ain't even need that. I'm glad that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Something better came around or that just what probably wouldn't have been a fit. And just In remember, the long run. when one door glo- closes, baby, the uh, window opens too. A ten doors, baby. One door closes, guess what? A million of them just popped A million open. more open. So there's no need to try to force some shit back open. Just accept it with grace and go on. Go on. So. so in conclusion. In conclusion. Rejection is a part of life. It's real. And we are going to move forward with grace when things don't happen the way we think they're supposed to happen or when we're not accepted or when we just experience natural rejection. It's okay. It happens. It's not the end all be all. But but we have tools to move we forward we have tools we're going to utilize our tools utilize them and we're going to be push onward push onward and upward and upward so now we're going to pivot a little we're going to pivot a little it's time to pick up your pen we're dropping we're a gem dropping a gem yes so voila magic <laughs> i know if, if you're watching on youtube then you can see but if not we have our you to the people uh, super clay purify and clear power mask y'all this is that girl she's a clay mask she has niacinamide kombucha and mm. bha the bha in this is salicylic acid this is a really powerful mask um, that i use as a spot treatment i know you do as well yes and it's great for those pesky little breakouts those little hormonal um acne little spots that'll come maybe around your cycle or just when your diet is a little funky this really helps she's good for all skin types she's that girl she's a purifying mask i love her like i put her on things at night i wake up and i'm like i see improvement it's gone i see improvement in this area i I, and you you know we love you to the people products pro grade vegan vegan products meaning you're basically getting what you would get at a salon or a spa or a a fucking facialist esthetician esthetician in your bathroom so we, the, the products do what they need to do. Every product I've tried. Yeah, same. This yes. is two flow ounces. I know I had took a picture of it and you had taken a picture of it and somebody was like, I'm glad you showed the size of this because I thought it was much bigger in Brittany's hands. I'm like, girl, I have man hands. Yeah. <laughs> it's hitting different. But it is two ounces. It lasts a long time, especially if you're using it as a spot treatment. So it's worth the money. You're getting a lot of bang for buck. Um, and it's just really amazing. Clean. It's so good. Vegan. I'm effective. on my second one. You are? No, actually, I'm, I I'm have, like I shit. just have a second one on deck. S- second loaded up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like shit. Cause I use it as a spot treatment. Same. I still have a lot. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's giving spot treatment as y'all can see. It's a gray, really nice clay mask. It's powerful. She's a powerful girl. <laughs> a powerful, powerful girl. <laughs> She's a powerful girl. She y'all is. tap in. Support you to the people. We love them. We do. We love them. We love them. 
Get y'all some. So um, next week, come back because we are going to be talking about hedonic adaptation, mm-hmm. uh, which is about the pursuit of happiness. Yes, yes. It's some good information for the girls and the guys. So if you want to come back, you want to hear what we got to say. Mm-hmm. Thank y'all so much for listening. Thank you to our sponsors, Audible and Athletic Greens. We told y'all about them. Yes. Tap in. If you uh, are a girl who's trying to get into more fiction or reading, use audible use audible use audible Uh, i think you were mentioning you were probably going to do it on audible too yeah so yeah the seven husbands of evelyn hugo were coming for you get your athletic greens get your audible subscriptions get all of your things and then come back here next week okay love you bye Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.